welcome to the It's a Journey podcast. My name is Portia Hines and I'm your host. I'm also the founder of My Journey Solutions, which is a counseling, coaching, and consulting company. We use the best research and the best proven strategies to help individuals and organizations facilitate the transformation that they're looking for. I'd also like to help you navigate putting those principles into use and helping you use my experience for your good. Today's title is, It's a Thin Line Between Grace and Excuses. Mm, Do with that what you will, but be sure to come back for the rest of the episode. Per usual, this episode is sponsored by MyJourneySolutions.com. If you're looking for counseling, coaching, or consulting as an individual or as an organization, make sure you swing by or shoot us an email to find out how we can assist. Stay tuned because I have a special offer for you at the end of the episode. All right, guys, today on my social medias, I posted a clip talking about how we have to stop expecting of ourselves to be great at everything all at once. Um, It was stemmed from a conversation or several conversations I've had where a lot of entrepreneurs, um, CEOs, solopreneurs, and women in general have been feeling like, I'm doing all of the things. I'm showing up in all of the places. I look like on paper, like I'm checking all of the boxes, but it's still not enough. So after doing some research, after combing through case studies, after, you know, listening to a lot of experts online and in print and in real life, I've come to the conclusion that you know, it, it's not meant for us to feel like or attempt to be great at everything at the same time. I think it was Oprah Winfrey. Um, I think it was Oprah Winfrey. I'm not sure she, you know, borrowed the quote or the sentiment from someone else. But she said in an interview that... um It's not that you can't do all things. It's just that you can't do all things at the same time. And I'm putting that caveat in there that you can't expect to be great at everything that you're doing if you're trying to do a million things at the same time. Now, let's let's unpack that a little bit. Um, Let's start with solopreneurs. You have a great idea. Your idea has been validated. Um, You know, there's interest in the market for it. But if you're attempting to execute the product, but you also have to market that product, but you also have to be the accountant and you also have to be the spokesperson and you have to be your publicist because you have to make sure um, your publicist make sure that all of your ads are going to where they need to be, that you have all the copy and all of the SEO, and you also need to be your own public relations <laughs> department. So making sure you don't say anything that's out of alignment with your brand and your beliefs, making sure that you aren't 
getting caught up in collaborations that are out of alignment um, with who that product is for and what your company believes in. But you're also having to maintain a full-time job and be the expert at whatever your job responsibilities are. Um, And you're also having to be an expert chef at home as well. And you're also having to, um, let's say you have a side hustle and you're also having to do, you know, crafting or something. Maybe you, you make the world's best custom tennis shoes, but that's not in the product line that you're pushing forward right now. We're not even talking about relationship wise yet. We're not even talking about the people in your life that you're still attempting to show up for and be the best for. It feels like a full plate. It feels like a plate that's too full and that's heavy and that there are some things that are spilling off the sides of that plate. So although you are a great businesswoman, although you are a great um, spouse or partner, although you are a great parent, mother, Although you are a great employee, although you are a great um, business owner for your other stream of income, the focus is missing. The ability to really lean in, tap into your creativity, tap into your innovativeness, the ability to give it your all is missing. Right? So, how do we give ourselves grace and say that I cannot at one time, in one eight hour period, do all of these things at the top of my game without allowing ourselves to use excuses to keep us from completing? the task, from showing up as our best. How do we figure out how to maneuver this? All right, so I have some ideas. Um, One, we have to accept that there is a learning curve. That's something that's always been challenging for me. I have been the person who, if I'm not great at it, then I'm going to shy away from it. I'm going to practice avoidance. I'm just not going to do it. If I can't be the best If I can't be above average at something, then I don't stinking want to do it because I find validation. I find, um, I found validation. I found comfort. I found my identity in being above average, right? That was my solace. Now, I know we've talked about this in previous episodes, so I'm going to ask you to refer back to those where we redefine and restructure how we do um, affirmation, where we restructure where we find our worthiness. But accepting that there's a learning process, there's a learning curve, and it's okay to not be good at something at the beginning. That showing up because it has to be done is going to have to be enough some days. The place that I get reminded the most and the place that is most effective for me accepting this is in the gym. So 
I'll show up to the gym and I'm just having a bad day. Ladies, y'all know what it is. It's like, okay, Mother Nature's kicking your behind. You're literally physically weaker. You're literally physically more tired. And you can't do what you can do on other days. Like, barring some testosterone infusion um, brought on by, like, trauma or an emergency, you're physically incapable, right? And I'm thankful for my coach and the environment that he creates. He literally says... Some days are about just showing up and doing the best you can. Shout out to Keiston Reese. I really appreciate the environment that he creates at Prosthletics because it is bar none like no other. Like it is literally a cultivating ground for innovation, for thinking outside of the box, for positivity, but not in that toxic positivity way. So thanks, coach. Please keep it up. Um, second point, prioritizing the things that we're good at, the things that we're gifted at, the things that we're talented in, and the things that we're passionate about. When was the last time you structured your day? Now, go with me here because I know a lot of people say, do the most difficult thing and the thing that you least want to do first. So it's off of the table. You know, you've, you've cleared that from your plate. And I agree with that on some days. I agree with that in some tenets. Uh, If you are an avoider like me, then maybe you want to beta test it. (laughs) If I do the things that I typically avoid first and get it out of the way, does that inspire me? Does that motivate me to go ahead and get to and be able to live in and enjoy and have passion about the things that I'm good at? the things that um, I love, that I'm talented, things that are in alignment with my purpose? Or do I get more done? Am I more productive? Do I feel more fulfilled when I start my day with the things that fill me up, that fill my cup? So let's let's do that. Um, I want y'all to let me know on social media, whichever one is your favorite, because I promise I'm on all of them. Um, Facebook, Portia Hines, or My Journey Solutions. If you're an OG, then you're probably already in my wellness group. Um, but I'll leave a link in the show notes if you're not already there. It's a free group where we just offer support to one another, where we drop tidbits and nuggets of inspiration and things that can help us all along our path. Of course, on Instagram, it's Portia T. Hines. Um, P-O-R-T-I-A-T-H-I-N-E-S. And on TikTok, it's the same. I enjoy TikTok. It's a little bit more unfiltered. I feel like I can not do the elaborate editing and lighting on TikTok. But, you know, join me there. Let me know. Are you going to beta test? Or, or which one are you? Are you an A? Let me do the hard stuff first. Or are you a B? Let me do the things that fuel me first. But either way it goes, we have to prioritize. We have to give ourselves some direction or we won't wind up doing any of the things. Grace, yes, I can't do everything at one time. Yes, I can't be perfect at everything from day one. Perfection, ooh, Lord, perfection is a myth. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. I believe perfection is a myth. 
All right, so here's another interesting conversation that I thought was wild that was posted today as well. Um, one of my other favorite creators, influencers, um, somebody who has coached, has trained, and that is in touch with such high-level execution individuals. Um, Ricky Wilson, he is also the... Um, the owner creator I don't I don't even know what the words are but it's global grassroots you can find him on Instagram and Facebook as well he posed a question to adults hey what are we telling our kids like which would you rather or which direction would you guide your child is it in the direction of hey you love sport a but sport b you're a lot better at do you push your child in the direction of the one that they love a child, a kid, uh, uh, someone on your team, a mentee, do you push them in the direction in, of what they love or do you push them in the direction of what will be the most likely outcome for them to be able to provide for their family? That's a hard one for me. That's a really hard one for me. I'm going to be that jerk that says there has to be a mixture of both. Um, there and it depends on the circumstances, right? Like if you're, let's take it back to us adults. If you're an adult and you're passionate about crafting, but crafting is not making you any money, honey, I'm never going to tell you to quit your job and pursue crafting until it has started giving you some uh, return on your investment. Ever, ever, ever. I'm never going to encourage that. I'm never going to say do that. I'm never going to high five that. Just don't ask me my opinion because I'm going to be honest with you. So if I'm thinking about a child, right, though, a child who doesn't have any bills, a child who isn't responsible for themselves at this point, which direction would you push them in? Which leads me to my next thought. Have we been in the, let me, let me set this up correctly. Hmm. Have we made life too easy for the youngins? Because we don't want them to struggle, because we want to do like every other generation has done before us, you want to make life better for the youngins, whether it's your niece, nephew, godson, goddaughter, um, your child, your son, your daughter, whomever. Have we made life too easy for them? Now, I know this question doesn't apply to everyone because it just doesn't and it will never. But for the children who you come in direct contact with, do you think about that question? Do you think about the concept of it is a really thin line between grace and allowing excuses to take over? So while we're thinking about it for the children, Let's flip it back on ourselves and do some self-evaluation. Have I allowed myself grace? Or have I allowed myself to give excuses in areas of my life that are not progressing the way that I think they should? Now, y'all know I'm never going to end a podcast on a down note. I think that self-evaluation is great for all of us and we need to do it frequently. However... I believe that there has to be a path out. So if we've come to a conclusion that things are not trucking along the best that they can, or I'm not exercising control in all of the areas that I can, 
What can I do next? So if you ask yourself those questions, have I been giving myself grace? Because there are a lot of us who are denying ourselves grace. It's no, I have to be perfect. I have to show up better. No, I have to push. I have to go. I can't rest. And then there are some of us who are allowing ourselves, well, this happened, so I can't. Well, that happened, so I can't. Well, this wasn't this, so I wasn't able to. And it continues. It's a string of excuses. And I'll say it this way. There's a reason after reason after reason why we don't make progress. And we never come to that point where we put the stake in the ground and say, you know what? For the next 30 days, regardless of what happens, I'm going to make progress. I'm going to show up for myself. I'm going to do what I told myself I was going to do because that builds confidence, because that builds trust in yourself and who you are and your ability to show up, your ability to move forward, your ability to trust. Like trust is a big thing. It's not just for you to trust others or others to trust you. You've got to build that trust in yourself. But I digress. So. We're going to figure out which category we fall into, and then we are going to make an action plan. I believe in action plans. I want your action plan to include setting up an action that you will do for seven days. No excuses, whether that's let me do the hard stuff first or let me do the inspirational stuff first. And two, I want you to document your action. Document your action and tag me online. Document your action, whether you write it down, whether you take a video, a picture, I don't care. Let's stimulate some forward progress for ourselves. So it doesn't have to be elaborate. It can literally be, like I tell a lot of uh, the individuals I do counseling with, it can literally be, you know what, I'm going to build trust in myself. I'm going to build forward momentum by making my bed every day for seven days and once I've done that I know that hey I have the ability to set a goal and execute that goal complete that goal and then I'll I'll choose a little a slightly bigger goal do it for seven days all right then I'll build a slightly bigger goal so that is going to be what we do in addition to that I have this huge thing that I'd like to inform you guys about. Um, Since you stuck around for the end of the podcast, thank you very much. Um, I put together a new guide. It's a five-step guide to thriving in your personal and professional life. And what I want to do for you guys, I will put it on super sale from now until Monday morning. So it's like really stupid cheap. But in addition to that, since a lot of us are snowed in, I don't know where you live, but in the South where we are not accustomed to ice and snow, I have literally been at my home since Sunday and today is Thursday night. Um, I'm putting the uh, Setting Healthy Boundaries course on Super Sale too. So be sure to check both of those out um, because there's so much in there. And while you've got time, you might as well use it. And if you don't have time, Make it because you deserve it, right? We are also accepting registration for the Emotional Health Hub. We're going to do it a little differently this cycle. It is going to be four weeks of intense instruction. You will have once a week your information and your Q&A, and then we will roll into a support group. Everybody who completes this initial cycle of the Emotional Health Hub 
we'll have a discounted membership for, you know, as long as they want to hang out with the crew and continue to personally develop and level up and enjoy that supportive community of others who are doing similar things. Oh my gosh. Everybody ain't trying to get better. Yep, I said ain't. Not everyone's trying to get better. Not everyone's trying to move forward. And when you are the one person in the barrel that is trying to change your life, when you're that one person who wants more and you're constantly being shamed for wanting more and better, it stifles your progress. So my goal is just to create a space where we can talk about the challenges. We can talk about our successes and not say that we're, you know, conceited or stuck up. We can talk about the barriers for us moving forward and collectively come up with solutions. And we'll also continue to have a monthly workshop. So this podcast is getting a little long. Just wanted to make sure that for the very first podcast of 2024, I made it worth your while to listen to the entire episode. From the bottom of my heart, I appreciate you all so much. Y'all just don't know how much life you give me by sticking around, by continuing to listen. And yeah, I'm going to stop because I'm going to get mushy and all emotional. But love you guys so much. I'll see you on Instagram. I'll see you on TikTok. I'll see you on Facebook. And I'll see you in the Emotional Health Hub. Toodles. Be blessed, guys. Thanks for joining me for another episode of the It's a Journey podcast. As always, I hope this episode was impactful to you. I hope it gave you some information and tools that you can put into use immediately to change and improve the way that you're experiencing life. Join me in the show notes where we're going to list all of the discounts, all of the current offers and opportunities to connect. Until next time.